Wouldn't it be great if there were a pocket-sized guide that could help you sleep, focus, act, or be better? Well, there is. And if you have 10 minutes, Headspace can change your life. I know because it's definitely helped me too. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. Headspace is the only meditation app advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, Headspace can really help you feel better. If you're overwhelmed, Headspace has three-minute SOS meditations for you. Need some help falling asleep? They can help you with wind-down sessions their members swear by. And for parents, Headspace even has stuff that you could do with your kids too. And their approach to mindfulness can help you reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. Like I said, I use Headspace as well. I used to use it back in the day, then I got off of it for a while to use another tool. But then, honestly, I came back to it, and it's even better. The voicing, the meditation, it definitely, even just with five minutes a day, it really changes everything for me. It's backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. Incredible. So you deserve to feel happier, and Headspace is meditation made simple. So go to headspace.com slash SPI. That's headspace.com slash SPI for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash SPI today. I want to tell you a secret. And this music is really weird. Okay, let's, let's stop that. Okay. Let's try, uh, let's try the next track. I want to tell you a secret. Now I sound like I'm in a commercial. This is, okay, let's, let's try one more track. Just thank you for bearing with me. One more. Really? This, this is the track you pick. Huh. You know, we were just playing by the river one day when this giant fish jumped out and smacked me upside the head. I have, I'm sorry, this is the secret. This is the secret, what I've just done here. Not play random music, but interrupt the pattern that you're normally used to. Now, if this is the first time you've listened to the show, well, this isn't how normally my intros go, but if you've listened to this before, this seemed kind of random, and hopefully it surprised you. And maybe it delighted you. And that's the secret to building super fans. To interrupt the normal pattern and to surprise and delight. That's what we're going to talk about today. So stick around. Welcome to the Smart Passive Income Podcast, where it's all about working hard now so you can sit back and reap the benefits later. And now your host, He, too, has that recurring dream where his teeth are falling out. Pat Flynn. Hey, thank you so much for listening in on session 310 of the Smart Passive Income Podcast. My name is Pat Flynn. I'm here to help you make more money, save more time, and help more people, too. And today we're going to talk about, it's just you and me, we're going to talk about super fans. We're going to go a little bit into why they're important, and I'm going to make it very obvious for you uh, really quickly, very shortly here. But then we're going to get into some of the small things that you can do that make a huge difference in helping a person who is in your ecosystem, in your brand, in some way, shape, or form as a customer, subscriber, follower, fan, whatever, how to turn them into a super fan. And I've just given you the secret to doing that. And we're going to go into details and examples on how that can be done in your business and really in your life too today. I remember the first time I started uh, thinking about fans, and it was actually right when I started smartpassiveincome.com back in October of 2008, but it wasn't about smartpassiveincome.com. Actually, during the time that I was building that blog and starting to sort of put myself out there in the world of entrepreneurship and creating online businesses, I just uh, had an amazing month selling my first book on my Green Exam Academy website to help people pass an architectural exam. And while I was building Smart Passive Income, it was really interesting. I got a number of emails from customers who were using my guide to help them pass this exam. And a couple emails came through where people said that they were fans of me. And it was just so strange because realize I was just laid off a number of months prior to that. I had been going through a ton of emotional roller coasters through, you know, mild depression to trying to figure out how to pay for a wedding that was coming up to uh, learning about internet business, trying new things and getting out of my comfort zone and, and, and experiencing small wins along the way. So every kind of emotion in the bag. 
and 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 to to hear that just not too long after I started making money online that I had fans it just it didn't it was so weird to me like especially related to stuff that was very kind of academic right like uh, helping people pass an exam how could a person become a fan of me now looking back they weren't super fans they weren't like thinking about me all the time but i do remember specifically that they were the reason why uh those two specific people i remember a number of people who became customers who reached out and said oh it was it was gabe uh and i can't remember the other guy's name but i remember one of them specifically because it was just so trippy to me but one of the guys name was gabe and I had like a dozen people email me later and say, hey, yeah, Gabe told me about your program. Like I'm, I, I got in because of what he said. And I was like, dude, like I didn't pay this guy anything and he's marketing for me. This is incredible. And this is proof that if you can help change a person's life and, and, and help and serve them in some way, some of those people, and you know, I didn't know what the difference was between Gabe and you know, customer 100, um, but for some reason, Gabe just latched on to what I was doing and what I was trying to achieve and, and really wanting to help others around him using my content. So, you know, I had like a dozen sales the next month, thanks to Gabe. And he said he was a fan. So, so that planted the seed and the idea that, you know, this, this idea of a fan, somebody who rocks your jersey or who wears your ball cap, right? I don't have a jersey or ball cap, but you know what I mean? Like with a sports team, if you support that sports team, you're gonna you're gonna support their gear and their logo. And when they come to town, and if you have tickets, you're gonna go and you're gonna sit. You're gonna have fun. You're gonna enjoy those experiences. You're gonna remember those moments. You might talk about the game the next day, or at least remember those moments. And those kinds of things that happen at, let's say, a sporting event or a concert with a artist that you really enjoy, who you also happen to have the album for. I mean, you're downloading content and and, and consuming content in the same way that people consume our content online. Um, it, there's, there's a lot of parallels there to what a fan can do to help support, to help push, to help a brand grow and scale. And so that started my interest in, in just fans in general and what they could do. Uh, and then as I started building smartpassiveincome.com, I remember fans starting to be formed under SPI. And this was especially happening after I started the podcast. I think there's a little bit of a, of, of a thing there related to the podcast and, and building more fans not that I wasn't able to build fans and not that people can't build fans through a blog only, which many people do. I, I'm a fan of several bloggers. I was a, a raving fan of um, Tim Ferriss as, a, as an author and a blogger before he started doing podcasting and video. But anyway, going back to what I was saying, it was the podcast that really showed me that I had fans because they started to speak up. And when I started to go to conferences, they would treat me like I was this rock star and it just felt so weird. I even still feel weird about it. I, I don't feel like a rock star in, in my head, but I, I, when people tell me, dude, like I listen to you all the time and now I'm meeting you and they, they get giddy and it's just trippy. It's so trippy. It's so crazy. I'll never get used to it and I'm not to say I'm not thankful for it. It's amazing. It's just so cool to see I can have an impact on a person's life in such a way that they're thinking about me and they're consuming my information that they're even going to Target and they see a Marty McFly doll in the toy section and they they, they tweet me because they're like, hey, Pat, this reminded me of you because I know you love Back to the Future. It's crazy. But the first time I saw utilization of these fans for Smart Passive Income was specifically through when I had a number of trolls and haters come to the website. I, I don't know if they come in waves or what, but for whatever reason in 2010, this was after the podcast was formed, I had some haters. I had some trolls who said some really nasty things and without me even trying, my fans came and defended me. And, and, and not, not super fans yet. Fans, fans, there's a difference between fans and super fans. Fans will market for you. They will rally for you. They will support you. They will buy things that you come out with. Super fans are like, they don't even have to think about it. Like it's, it's an immediate reaction to do those things. And I had super super fans in that situation with with the trolls and the haters. They're the ones that took the extra time to um, reach out to me afterwards and make sure I was okay. Uh, because I, I I feel like this idea of super fans they feel like they are you, right? And and they feel like they're they're a part of you and that they're responsible for you in a, in a way. The fans and the super fans especially help shape what the brand becomes because they are a part of that brand. And this is where you start to see 
you know, people come in, in hordes to to show support for certain people. This is where you start to see people who, um, you know, we I, and, and I can even do this now. And I'm going to go over a few examples more of, of some of the things that super fans have done for me. Uh, and, and this, again, isn't to toot my own horn or anything like that. Like you I'm just a regular person. You can have fans as a regular person, too. Um, not that you're regular, but but we're all special, obviously. But I know a lot of you don't consider yourself fan worthy, but you are absolutely you are super fan worthy because people will resonate with you and your message and the way you do things. And some people won't, but some people will and big time. And those are going to be the people who are going to lift you up, who you're going to imagine when you're creating content, who you're going to serve when you're creating products um, and who's going to help you when you really need help. And, and, and so, you know, super fans for me have been so amazing at making sure that I stick with what they know me for because they have a certain uh, vision of who I am because of who they believe me to be. Um, more than that, you know, like when I come out with a product, a new product, I mean, the super fans are there and they'll buy it without hesitation. I've had a few people, even when I came out with my book, Will It Fly, they, uh, like, I had, oh gosh, it was so crazy. I, a, a guy named Tom emailed me. And he goes, hey, Pat, I know you're writing this new book. I have no idea what it's about. But hey, man, you've been so helpful uh, for me and I'm, I'm a big fan. I want to buy 20 copies of your book and just give it to my friends and family. I don't care what it's about. I know it's going to be helpful because it's you. And that just like blows my mind. And, and, and to, the, to the largest extreme, I had a couple people uh, who literally sent me emails with their credit card information inside of that email. One of them was a scanned copy of a credit card, which I don't know if is any safer than literally just writing out the numbers in an email and sending it to somebody. But they sent those to me saying, hey, Pat, when you come out with a product, I know you're working on one, like I wanna buy it right now. When it comes out, just charge it and give it to me as soon as you can. Incredible, right? A little bit kind of unsafe, (laughs) very unsafe, um, and probably not the smartest thing to do. And I did let those people know to make sure they don't do that again. But uh, also very flattering, but also a testament to the power behind superfans. Superfans can help you sell more product, obviously. They can help you spread your message bigger. They can help you create movements. And that's the biggest thing. You can create a movement as a result of the people that you gather together. Um, I, know I have been studying a lot of YouTubers. Uh, I've been getting into the YouTube space. If you haven't, Follow me on YouTube yet. Make sure you do that. Smartpassiveincome.com slash YouTube. Uh, we are, at the time of this recording, I haven't hit it yet, but we're very close. 100,000 subscribers on YouTube, which I'm super stoked about. And I follow a lot of YouTubers. And I started watching them initially just to learn from them. And now I've become fans of theirs, where if they have a meetup, I would drive a couple hours to see them. If they come out with a product, I will buy it now. I've become super fans of, of a few of them. Uh, which is which is really cool, like Casey Neistat, for example, and uh, MKBHD, Marcus Brownlee, uh, a, a very well-known tech blogger who I just have gotten so much value from his stuff. Um, I take a lot of his recommendations. It's, it's just pretty amazing what can happen when you are uh, given value and you feel like you have to give back, and then you also get to know who that person is. You really start to become a fan of them, which is really cool. And the beauty of this is it doesn't matter how big or small your brand is, you can have super fans. And actually, you have a huge advantage when you're starting out. A brand like me, it's very hard to give the time and attention to individuals so that the individual, like that. that's one of the secrets with uh, building super fans. We'll get into kind of the, the formula in just a minute. But, um, and again, remember, it's very simple. Surprise and delight. It's easier to surprise and delight on an individual level because you can understand more about what can actually surprise and delight that person versus trying to do that with with a, a larger group of people, although that is possible and it's still very useful and helpful and does work, um, going into the individual level is the way to do it, really uh, the fastest and quickest way. Now, like I said earlier, people don't become fans of, your, uh, of you or your brand or your product or uh, your experience right away. It doesn't happen the moment they find you. They happen because of the moments you create for them over time. And it's the more personal moments that can help a person climb to that super fan status much quicker. And when you are just starting out, you have the ability to speak to people on an individual basis uh, a, a lot easier. You have uh, you have more time, likely, and you have less people to um, take better care about. Um, and so that's that's your advantage. And so take advantage of that. When you get 
your first 10 subscribers on your email list, know their names, understand exactly what each of their pains and problems are, and then deliver for them, give them solutions, or if you don't know how to solve their problems, show them the way that they can go to solve those problems or other resources that they might have. Just take extra care of them. And when you do that early on, some of those people will become those super fans who can help you scale and grow, whether it's giving you an amazing testimonial or being some of your first beta testers for your product or literally creating some uh, movements of their own to help you with uh, whatever it is that you've helped them with too. So again, hopefully you can realize the power in having super fans. I think it just goes without saying because I love, I know a lot of you are super fans of things too. So hey, quick break here in the middle before we get into the SD, not San Diego, but surprise and delight section of this. And I have a special, uh, actually two special guests at the end of this podcast. I know I said earlier that it was just you and me, it is, but I did want to play a portion of, actually it's, it's, it's a significant portion of a conversation with a tool that I've been using that's been really helping me with helping build super fans and surprising and delighting. It's a tool that you can all use as well, whether you are building email lists or creating customers, you can use this tool to really blow the minds of the people who are getting involved in your brand such that they will become a super fan. So we'll get into that interview and and kind of analysis of that tool in just a minute. But I did want to take a moment just to say, hey, thank you for listening to the show. And if you have a moment, we've done this before in a previous episode. It was super cool. It was in episode 304. I just said, hey, pause right now and and give me a virtual fist bump. And I had like several dozen on the day that that episode came out. I had several dozen of you take a photo of you and it was on Instagram and Twitter uh, just fist bumping me and I just fist bumped you back. And so thank you to those of you who did that. It was super cool. So I wanna do something similar right now. Pause in just a minute and tell me what you were a super fan of. So at Pat Flynn on Twitter or at Pat Flynn on Instagram, uh, just shoot, shoot me a social media message and just share with me, hey, this I, this is what I'm a super fan of. If you can show me a picture to prove it, even better. And I'll share some of those with my community too as I as they come in. As, as, as a lot of you know, I'm a super fan of Back to the Future, right? That's why I spend money in places that most people wouldn't related to this movie because I'm a super fan of this movie. I have a... Uh, it's it's in a case, but it's a uh, movie reel of an original movie trailer before Back to the Future came out that was played after another movie, uh, or excuse me, before another movie to preview Back to the Future. And it's a 70 millimeter film and it's it's like wrapped up nicely. And I bought that from somebody who had it. Be- like, why would I do that? Because I'm a fan of the movie, the trilogy. And I want to know what you're a fan of too. I just, I'm very interested. So show me a picture if you can of whatever it is you're a fan of. Um, and, and, and that'd be awesome. So anyway, back to our regularly scheduled program, the secret surprise and delight at all moments of the journey, when people discover you for the first time to when they're already in the community, the more you can surprise and delight, the more likely they are to fall even more in love with you. And there's a lot of parallels here with, you know, relationships and such. And the, and the example I, lo- I always love to use is the one where, like, let's say, for example, you know, first of all, let's let's define surprise and delight, right? Surprise is important because that's unexpected. It's different. It's um, a pattern interrupt, right? That's surprise. That's what we did in the beginning of the episodes with those random comments about different music and it being kind of weird and random and funny. It's different, right? That's the surprise part. Whoa, whoa I wasn't expecting that. The delight part, is important to you because you could surprise somebody <laughs> and scare the crap out of them or 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 upset them right and you you do not want the the those kinds of surprises and those things happen sometimes even in your business perhaps something breaks that's a surprise it's a pattern interrupt but that person will be upset you want to surprise a person purposefully in a way that delights them that makes them happy that makes them say to themselves wow this person made me feel really happy right now and they didn't have to do that because that's the surprise part but I feel great now because of it. And therefore, I'm going to thank this, per- thank this person back or see how I can respond in a way that can give value back because of that surprise or just really want to care more about that person or that brand or that, uh, that tool or that product. So how can you surprise and delight? And the analogy I always use is, is this relationship one where like, let's say, for example, you are... Um, you know, you go to bed every night with your spouse and before you go to bed, as soon as the, the lights are off, you just say, hey, good night, I love you. And then you go to bed and every single night it's the same, right? Good night, honey, I love you. Good night, honey, I love you. Good night, honey, I love you. But what about when you say that same thing 
You go into her office at 3.48 p.m. on a random Tuesday with just, you know, uh, a dessert or something. And you say, hey, I just got this for you because I love you. That's it. Here it is. Random Tuesday. It's not a Valentine's Day thing. It's just, you know, whatever. Do you think that that moment gets remembered more than the one that happens every single night in the same time in the same way? Absolutely. Do you think that moment in the office at 348 on a Tuesday gets talked about and shared or noticed even from others, from your coworkers, versus the one that is in bed every single night before you go to bed? Absolutely. It gets talked about. It gets shared. It becomes an experience, a moment that is consciously different versus the moments that just unconsciously happen and become more habit. So breaking that pattern interrupt is very important. That's a surprise. Delighting, doing something that makes that person happy and it doesn't have to be big. It does not have to be big. I think this is where a lot of people get tripped up on the super fan stuff. They're like, oh, okay, well, I'm gonna send them some iPads and just be like, I love you. You're an amazing customer. Here's an iPad. No, you don't even need to go to that level. You just need to give them something that's different and something that shows that you care and that's what's gonna make them happy. So I wanted to, um, you know, and, and that can be that can be chopped up in any single way that you want, and you can be creative with that. I mean, just to give you some examples of of how I've done this on a small level and then on a bigger level. To start small, this is something I used to always do. I wish I had more time to do this, but I don't do it anymore just because I don't have the time. But when I started out again, I knew how important it was to have these like little moments. And so one thing I would do was for every person who commented on my blog, I would go back to that person's blog and I would read their first post, their latest post that came out because I knew that's the one they were paying the most attention to and I would comment back and I wouldn't comment back and just say, hey, thanks for leaving the comment on my post. I would actually comment in relation to the post that they were talking about and if I didn't know about it, I'd be honest. I'd be like, wow, I've never read about you know underwater basket weaving before but this is such an interesting topic it's so cool that you are an expert in it and you know if ever I know anybody who wants to learn more about it, you can be sure I'm gonna point them your way. What do you think that person feels when they see somebody unexpectedly come and leave a comment on their website? It's a huge surprising moment. And I would say about 25% of the time, maybe 20 to 25%, the people whose blogs I commented on would email me back thanking me for doing that. It was a conscious, wow, this person went above and beyond and did something that was unexpected. What do you think that did for them in their support for my brand? It allowed me to just fall into a deeper relationship with them and have them want to support me even more. And many of them, many of those people are still big fans today and we get to meet and sometimes and some of them are even my good friends who now I make sure we have coffee or a drink together when we're at a conference at the same time. It's just so cool. And it starts because of that little moment that's unexpected. So I wanna challenge you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna mention this at the end of the episode as well. But I'm gonna challenge you to see how you might be able to create a surprising moment for certain individuals in your audience too. Um, you, could, you can do this on a scalable level too. Like for example, um, oftentimes to my email list, I'll do this especially for my book club list. So patsbookclub.com if you sign up there. You know, I send an email out every single month with a new book that I've just read and a little bit of information about it. Uh, every once in a while, I'll just say, hey, by the way, I got 10 copies from the author and here are the 10 people who are in this list who won them already. And so it's just a surprise because it's random. It doesn't happen every single time with every author. But sometimes I just have 10 copies to give away and I give them away. And I already announced the winners so it's there's no contest or anything like that. But it's just a surprise. And even if a person doesn't win that month, it's still a cool, wow. Like, you didn't have to do that, but I did. Um, I'll do that often with my general email list too. So if I create like a new lead magnet or something um, before I even put it into a, a public arena or use it on a opt-in form, I'll just give it to, to my email subscribers and just be like, hey guys, this is for you. I know you didn't expect this, but uh, this will teach you how to do A, B, and C. Here it is. And I'll get responses back like, holy crap, like that's awesome. Like I wasn't expecting that. How cool. And that's the kind of response that you want because when you get 
more and more of that. It, it almost builds this bank where a person can't help but be a super fan of yours, especially when in the space of online business and entrepreneurship, most others are not going to get to that same level. Most others in your space are not going to care as much as you care about your audience. Now, I'm telling you that because I'm, I'm almost kind of brainwashing you to want to feel like that so that you'll do the work to care about your audience more than others. Um, but also because I know it's true for a lot of you too. I think that's why a lot of you follow me because I teach business in a way where it's all about serving first. And you know, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you were all about just making money first, right? The money is important, but guess what? That's an amazing byproduct of building a small set of fans. And again, it doesn't have to be very big. I'll link to an article. Um, if you haven't read it yet, I mean, it's, it's, it's over a decade old, um, but it's still relevant. And if you need a little bit of a morale booster in terms of okay well i i want to serve a million people i need a million fans no you don't and this article will prove it it's called a thousand true fans by kevin kelly uh, and it was an essay that was written i think in 2005 or 2006 and it's just a game changer because it really puts perspective into the fact that we as artists entrepreneurships included we because we create and we we build from our imagination and our minds um, and then we share it with the world uh we don't need a blockbuster hit. We don't need millions of people to follow us to build a successful business and lead a, a successful life. You just need a thousand fans. Anyway, I'm not gonna go into detail about that, but we'll link to it in the show notes. But I do want to spend uh, the second half of this podcast with a couple other amazing people who are all about the surprise and delight factor and they built a tool to help us offer surprise and delight to our audience too. And what's really cool about this is this is a tool that allows you to do this in many different phases of your business too. I started using this as a result of seeing ConvertKit use this tool and it actually helped decrease churn, meaning the number of people who stopped paying for subscriptions. This tool had a direct effect on increasing their bottom line um, and not to mention just the feedback that they get. And every time I've used this tool, I mean, the response rate's like 80% to people thanking me and, and saying that it's just blowing their mind. And I would highly recommend everybody get this tool as well. It's called Bonjoro, B-O-N-J-O-R-O. And let me just walk you through a, a small simulation in terms of how this tool is used. So I have a customer who buys Power Up Podcasting, my, my podcasting course. On my phone, Bonjoro, the app of Bonjoro, uh, notifies me and says, you know, Taylor just bought Power Up Podcasting. So I, I swipe open my phone and I'm immediately in, bon, in Bonjoro and it's Taylor's name and her email address right there and it says what product she bought and it's the selfie camera on video mode and I just hit record and I go, hey Taylor, thank you so much for purchasing Power Up Podcasting. Like I'm so excited to learn more about you and the show that you're gonna create and you know what, we are here to help you. So my team and I, if you have any questions, please let us know, we are here to help. And we're looking forward to seeing you in the Facebook group. And, you know, just make sure you check that email that just probably got sent to you where you can get instructions on how to log in. Thanks again, Taylor. And we'll see you soon. Bye. Click done. Click send. That's it. And now Taylor has a personalized video from the founder and creator of the product that she just bought immediately after purchase and feels an immediate A, relief, because she knows that she's being taken care of now. Um, but also, B, just incredible motivation to continue to move forward into the, into the flow that she's in from you know sales page to checkout to purchase to now the course material. You can use this for new email subscribers, which I would recommend for people who are just starting out too. Now, I am an affiliate for Bonjoro, and if you go to smartpassiveincome.com slash B-O-N-J-O-R-O, you can get access to this tool uh, from me and um, it's an amazing product and I do get compensation if you go through that link, just being honest with you. But I did wanna introduce and have you learn from Matthew and Oliver. So Matthew, he's known as Papa Bear over there. Their their logo is a bear if you haven't seen it yet. Um, but he's the head honcho and he is the founder. Um, and then also we're gonna talk with Oliver Bridge who um, is is the kind of the business relationship uh, person there too and, and innovation person as well. So Hey, let's get right into this because this this surprise and delight stuff is so important and this is a tool that can help you do it so easily. Here they are. Hey, what's up, SPI? I have two amazing people here, Matt and Ollie from Bonjoro, one of my favorite apps uh, of late. And uh, Matt just and Ollie, welcome. Thank you for being here. Thanks, Pat. It's, uh, Thanks, it's awesome to be here. 
So, Matt, let me start with you. Um, you know, because just there's so many amazing things I love about your company, not just what it allows us as creators to do to help allow uh, uh, us to give a better customer experience to, to people um, and, and have a deeper connection with them, but just the way that your company seems to run and, and what you stand for and just the vibe that I get from just the small moments that we've chatted together, you guys are just so cool. And I love the culture and what you guys do. Like, tell me about like, like what's at the heart of what Bonjuro does and, and why are you doing what you do? Yeah, it, you know what? Like, Bonjour was born from our culture. <laughs> our culture wasn't born from Bonjour. Um, so it, it wasn't something we ever meant to build. It was something that we were doing with another product mm-hmm. where we used to send personal videos to every new lead, every new customer we got. You know, and, and I take a ferry to work, and I've been doing these videos with the wind blowing in my hair to, to your clients in, in the US and the UK. And it's just about having like it was about having fun in business like like i don't think you do like it's like you say like business is not about money it's about it's part of your life you know so you have to enjoy what you do you have to love what you do and if you have the right team it becomes a family so we were just treating our customers like we treat our team like our family having fun with them um it turns out that everyone loved that we were taking the time with them and that we sent these messages off to them um, and then you start to, you know, you start to build a product around the culture ethos. So it's kind of a backwards way of building a business. But it turns out if that ethos is strong, if it's something that everyone connects with, and there's lots of other people out there who live the same ethos, it, almost the products you produce is, is kind of the easy part of it. They just fit to that culture. Yeah, I mean, just to give you all an example, like Matt had sent my kids some bear costumes because the <laughs> logo for Bonjour is a bear, and they love. They actually decided to um, not use their regular halloween costumes for for walking around and collecting candy around the the block but they use the bears and so thank you uh by the way but i I thought it was just so cool and it very much represents kind of what we can do with with the tool as well i'd love to get a little bit of input from ollie in terms of like how Mm -hmm. um how 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 did this even like how did did you even start this process like i like i realized it came from just kind of a need that that you had but to build an entire software to do this i mean that's that's not an easy task tell me about the beginning stages well, yeah, a little bit of insight. So actually the previous business was um, a mobile video business itself. So it was mobile video for market research. Um, so we had a bit of experience in that space. Um, and actually we almost already had the, the technology in front of us to use. Um, so all we did was sort of take that and twist it and think, right, okay, what's going to happen here when we send personal videos, like naming our new customers and saying, thank you so much for signing up to our product. Mm-hmm. Um and almost overnight, we saw like a tripling of response rates. And just seeing how delighted someone was to get that, we sort of all looked at each other and had a bit of a chat and were like, uh, do we need to build this as a, as a full-on product? Um, and it was it was pretty obvious that we needed to. So we started building it out, and, and, and the rest is history, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. And you guys were uh, kind of named as one of the top 10 apps from Zapier in 2017, and I love the quote that they mentioned here, saying that Bonjoro is essentially the closest we've gotten to Snapchat or business yet. And I think <laughs> that all paints a picture for everybody in terms of like how personalized this experience can be between a customer and the person who just served them something. So Matt, can you speak to, I think everybody's gonna check out Bonjoro for sure. We have a link for that, uh, smartpassiveincome.com slash Bonjoro. Everybody should check it out. Um, even if you don't have a product, it's still, you're still able to use it to just have this amazing connection with people. But, um, what are the best use cases for using, uh, the tool and and some of the best practices, would you say, Matt? Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, like, first of all, don't think of it, although the Snapchat business is great kind of quote, I think we don't really see ourselves as video. It's not about video. It's about taking time with customers. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of what we call delight. Um, so a really good use case is onboarding. It's probably the easiest place to start. And very simply, when you have a new customer come into your workflow, so you know, be it a lead or be it someone who's just you know purchased on your on your Shopify store or someone who's just you know purchased you know your your kind of monthly product. All you're doing at that point is making sure the first impression they get from you or your team is the best it could possibly be. So when they come in. You plug it into the Bonjour app, so we just notify you when you have a new a new lead come in. Do a message, introduce yourself, talk about them, mention their name, mention what they do, and then and then have a simple ask at the end, you know, which might be, please go and do this next step of the business. It might be to book a demo, it might be to book a call. 
more than anything, just have a little bit of fun with it. I think, you know, you talk about this idea of, you know, um, about people. Businesses are made of people. At the end of the day, every single one of us, you know, we're a human. We're not the business. You know, the, the brands are made from people. So just be yourself. Be as natural as you can. And that's the stuff that will get people responding to you, talking to you, and then end up you know, converting and becoming customers for life. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that. I was going to say the first impression is is key. I, I've used it. And seriously, guys, the response that I get from people who I just literally take 30 seconds to send them a message after they become a customer has been off the charts. I don't know what the response rate exactly is, but it's it's to the likes of like 75% response <laughs> rate. Like you don't get that out of any software really. So congrats on that. Um, Ollie, you were going to say something? Yeah, I was going to chip in. I think so, talking to what Matt said, like we have an ethos in the business and we talk about it a lot and it's it's about automating processes but never relationships. And I think that really speaks to the way we run Bonjuro and it's what the technology is all about. So you know, there's nothing wrong with automating part of your process. So great hookup Bonjuro to ConvertKit to, to more easily see when you get a new signup coming in. But make sure that first touch point with that customer is personal um, and you're really speaking to them. And you know, that's what creates that connection. And obviously, that, that, that relates back to what you just said, which is you know, the responses you get back from this stuff. Suddenly, you're taking that relationship from you know, one to 1,000. So that's what we, we talk about that a huge amount here, the automate processes, but not relationships. It's really big for us. And how does it feel, Ollie, when, I, when, when you see companies that are on the surface, not really companies that would make sense to do this, like ConvertKit, for example. Um, I think ConvertKit is a special uh, case because their company and their ethos is very much on a personal level as well. But they've taken akin to the tool and they love it. And they're the ones who introduced it to me, actually, because they ha- they have somebody on the team that... And remember, this is an email service provider. It's a software as a service tool, not you know a person selling an online course where you know, you're building a personal brand. It's, it's, it's ConvertKit. That's what you're buying. But... Still, they have somebody on the team who replies with a Bonjoro after every single customer, and they have tens of thousands of customers now, and this is just a part of their process. And when you hear that, that has increased um, the retention rate for their customers by you know multiple percentages. Like, How does that make you feel, Ollie, in terms of like just what this is able to do to help it's, other businesses? Yeah, it's amazing. So I, I think Bonjoro works on sort of two ends of a scale. So you've got... You know, big businesses and like ConvertKit, SaaS businesses that, you know, they're probably getting hundreds of signups a day um, and they're still using Bonjuro in sort of quite a heavy way. And, and Matt Ragland over there is doing some amazing stuff. That's and good. you mentioned that uh, Bonjuro has had a huge effect on their churn. Lots of other processes that, that went alongside using Bonjuro, but it definitely had an impact for them. I think it was something like within six weeks of using Bonjour, it reduced their churn by about 15%, which is amazing. But then there's the opposite end of the scale, which is you know, small businesses and a lot of solopreneurs uh, sign up to Bonjour. Um, and for them, it's really just about you know, how, how, how can they connect with more customers in a, in, a, in a better way. And it doesn't have to be that huge volume. It might just be sort of five videos a week, but, but it's, it's getting those responses and it's taking those relationships from one to 1,000, like I spoke about before. That's, that's really important for any business. I love that. Hey, Matt, can I put you on the spot really quick? Yeah, go for it. So I just bought a product that you have. Maybe it's an online course or something, whatever it is. And you get a notification on your phone through the app that says, Pat Flynn just bought product. Walk me through what exactly you do. So I would say Bonjour will show me um, your name and what you brought. I mean, you are Pat Flynn. (laughs) So so I'd I'd probably run out and get the whole team. Uh, because of who you are. <laughs> get everyone around. Uh, look, we tend to go a little bit above and beyond. So we have about 40 bear suits and different animal onesies here in the office. We get into those. Uh, but I would get on board and be like, oh, my God. No, no, no. Okay, l- let, me, let me restart this, Matt. Let me, <laughs> you don't know me. I'm, I, am, I, am, <laughs> I am Joan Joan or whatever, you know, John okay. Smith. Um, and, uh, and, and what would you do from there? <laughs> but thank you, by the yeah. way. Okay, so so John Smith signs up. Um, what I will do is I will wait until I get out of the office. So I don't do my bonjouros, um in the office because I think you kind of stay in the work mindset. So I'll wait until I go for coffee, and I have too many coffees today. But when, when I'm out on the street, I'll open the app. I see John Smith there. I see the company he works for. I will check out his company to see what he does. So I see he does online courses. 
I know that for those individuals, Bonjour really works uh, when someone's just just purchased their first course, saying thank you and potentially linking to the next step in the series. Mm. I'll, I'll send him a message. I'll say, hey, John, awesome to have you signed up. Check out your website, you know, onlinecourses.com. Um, love what you do. Hey, look, first of all, we're here, we're human, and we're here to help. So if you have any questions, I'm actually the founder. I'm in Australia, but you hit me up. I'll get back to you like individually, and I will do. Uh, but here's how I think you could possibly use Bonjour. This tends to work in your industry. Um, by the way, I see that you haven't connected Bonjour up to your ConvertKit account yet. I put a link at the end of the video that takes you to show you how to do that. And, and you, then I'll send it. You, you did that all through your phone? So, all through my phone. While at the so coffee shop. So at the end of the video, while the coffee shop, while people are staring at me, <laughs> strangely, <laughs> and... Look, I think at the end of the video, we had, we have what we call a call to action. And this is a really important part, I think, with any kind of customer communication, um, or most of it. At the end of the day, you're talking because you're trying to get to some kind of endpoint. Now, that you know can be, be benign, but it also can be obviously trying to get them to activate on your product or to take a next step. When I send the Bonjour, I want them to go and do something that I've noticed they haven't done that is important to their success. I'm, I'm trying to get them to, to success. So I will customize that and I will choose a custom link at the end of the video that takes them to that next step. How long would all of this take you? Uh, I don't ever go about 40 seconds. Uh, plus a couple minutes to just research that person's website, right? And just make sure that things are... Come minutes, yeah. yeah. Have a look, check them out. Um, yeah, it's quick. So trading quick. a couple minutes, maybe three and a half minutes to do a little bit of research up front to send a message to a increase the likelihood that they're going to have this amazing impression and know that their dollars are well spent or that they signed up to the right email list. Um, and then perhaps B help them get moving into that space where they can get those results. Just incredible. In- incredible. Um, so Oli, I want to, I wanted to ask you, uh, what are some of the things that we can look forward to coming from Bonjoro? Uh, you know, I know you guys are always reiterating and, and coming up with new stuff. I think the latest thing I heard was now we can, create custom headlines uh, and subject lines for those emails, which before it would just say um, Pat Flynn sent you a message. But I think now that you can customize it, like wh- what's new, what's, what can we look forward to? Yeah, absolutely. So we've, we've actually uh, been doing a lot of testing on our new iOS app this week. So we've got a huge new release coming next week, which includes, like you say, custom subject lines. Um, we're actually uh, releasing uh, the option to send one bonjour to a group of five people as well. So it might be that five people have got one thing in common and you can send it to them. Mm-hmm. You know, we're very much about one-to-one, but we still need to make it sort of scalable for small people sending it to small groups. Um Matt, Matt, step in because I know Matt works a lot with the product team, so he's probably got more of a view on on the impactful stuff. Yeah, I think um, we're actually redesigning the entire platform right now. So this is a big one. It'll take a few months. Uh, but essentially, I mentioned at the beginning that Bonjour is it's, it's about delight. It's not about video. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's about giving you a very quick way to, to spend time on a customer that gets you better results. So if you think about that, we're actually looking at how we can offer other points of delight that go beyond video um, and very importantly around retention. So I think, you know, I mentioned onboarding is a great use case. Someone signs up, you welcome on board, you give them that best first impression. But then what happens, you know, three months, what happens at six months, nine months and 12 months? Um, I think these are really important because retention is a lot more cost effective than it is to get new customers. But we're not necessarily the best at keeping in touch with customers. So we're starting to build a system that lets you um, pop your head back in, if you like, Dude, at key points yes. on a customer journey. And I mean, I mentioned going beyond Bonjour. We're even looking, you know, can we can we let you send them coffees? Yeah, can we do some offline as well? This whole idea of just delighting customers continually in a way to show them that you care for an entire lifetime journey. I'm all for all of that. I mean, just my <laughs> head is is spinning with ideas. I'd love to. Um, and and the other cool thing about what you guys do is you guys are very open to sort of the feedback from your users. I know that some people I've sent your way have said that you guys have been amazing at, you know, um, addressing certain features that maybe weren't there yet or certain ways to kind of work around things to, to fit a person's business. So, you know, these are two guys who, who care, Matt and, and Oliver. Um, any, any final words of advice? Uh, we'll start with you, Ollie, to just whether a person picks up Bonjour or not, um, how, to, how to, I guess we'll say delight the the customer and, and the person who, who's in their brand what are what are some one or two higher level things that they can just keep in mind so yeah. that they can succeed moving forward it's a really good question it's good timing because actually i think i've spoken to you about this recently pat that 
Um, I'm writing a white paper at the moment around customer delight. So we're going really deep into that theme this year at Bonjuro. So the product's going to go deep on it. This white paper is going to talk about it. So if any of your listeners uh, want to pick that up, it'll be uh, published by the time this comes out. Awesome. Um, and customer delight, I think it's really worth bearing in mind sort of what it is. You know, um, Andy Hanselman is a business coach in the UK. He's, he had a really cool list of ingredients that he thinks all customer delight moments must have. I'll, I'll, I'll quickly go through them. Um, you know, it produces a wow reaction it appears spontaneous or unexpected it has a personal touch it makes the customer feel valued it's genuine and it creates a talking point um, so we're really trying to as we build bonjoro out into this sort of customer delight platform we want to help our customers achieve that um, for their customers and really sort of elevate those relationships with delight so that's yeah, we're going really deep on it this year i love it and matt same question what's uh, what's one or two talking points for a person to take away from just, just a little chat here before we get into the rest of the podcast and we go back to the rest of the journey here. Um, how, how can we keep our customers happy? Yeah, like, like uh, I'll just reiterate what Ollie mentioned earlier, which is automated process, not relationships. Uh, I think Bonjoro takes a little bit of time to get going, but the interesting thing is you look at people like yourself, Pat. You are far busier, I'm sure, than me or Ollie or, or most of our listeners here, um, and yet you take time to connect with customers individually i mean that's that's amazing I, I think just remember that people are people like you have to invest time to buy a relationship it doesn't come free it's not a marketing hack it's not a quick a quick fix you have to invest time you have to care about customers but if you do it it is literally the only way to build a huge business is to actually care so pretty simple i love it hey thanks guys looking forward to all the upcoming updates and um Again, smartpassiveincome.com slash Bonjoro, B-O-N-J-O-R. And this is Matt and Oliver, who are in all different parts of the world right now. We are in three time zones right now. So thanks, guys, for uh, accommodating and you know getting on the show here. I appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks, Pat. Cool. Thanks, Pat. Hey, Matt, Oliver, thank you again, especially because I know you guys are all in different parts of the world uh, and have come together at random times. Oliver, it was like 6 a.m. or 5 a.m. at your place. So thank you so much. And, and I think... Now that everybody's listened to this, I hope that they can understand, A, how important the surprise and delight factor is. And it's so cool to see that you guys are figuring out new ways to, to add in surprise and delight into this tool. Um, but more than that, it's, it's just something that we can all do and it's not very difficult. It's so easy to do it. And again, I want to remind you all of that task that I gave you earlier, which is to see how you can find, I'm going to, I'm going to make it more specific. Find three people in your audience that you can surprise and delight in some way, shape, or form. And if you wanted to leave a comment on this blog post where the show notes are with that experience or what you did, um, what I'm gonna do is, um, I don't know if this is possible. I'm gonna I'm gonna check with Matthew and, and Oliver after I didn't ask them this. So if you are listening to this, it's probably approved because if it's not, it will probably be edited out. But um, I, I wanna pay for uh, five people's um, Bonjoros for for the, for the next year, um, and so I'll pay for a yearly subscription for you for Bonjoro for five people who I will pick at random. Um, uh, by the time by I would say two weeks after this episode goes out, because I want you to act fast. So even by the end of today, if you can leave three, uh, just or excuse me, five. Sorry, I'm getting my numbers mixed up. Three surprise and delights for three individuals in your audience. I will randomly select five people who leave a comment on this blog post. And again, it's episode 310, so you can find it at smartpassiveincome.com slash session 310. You can get all the links as well and the instructions for this for this random drawing as well uh, for that. So surprise and delight three people. You can do, it all, do them all in the same way or three different ways. It doesn't matter. I just want you to surprise and delight three people. In the comment section at smartpassiveincome.com slash session 310, give me a little description of what you did, how you did it, what you did, and, and, and just th that's all I want to know. If you wanted to follow up with what the response was like, you can do that too, but that's not required because some people may respond later than others. But um, I'm going to pay for five of your, and this will be a random drawing from, I'm, so I'm not going to even uh, pick my favorites because they're all going to be great, I'm sure. But I'm just going to randomly select five of you who do this and take action within the next two weeks after this episode goes out. So by the time episode 312 comes out, we're done. Uh, you have until that time 
to do that and uh, I will pay for five subscriptions to five random people. So if you're hearing this, it's approved. If not, well, then you're not hearing this, uh, but Matthew and Oliver uh, hopefully will approve that and I'm sure they will because they're awesome. So, um, but I can say that now because if you're listening to this, they will have already approved it. But anyway, guys, I just wanted to end this episode by saying thank you so much for your support. It means the world to me. I know that attention is not anything that uh, is something you just kind of randomly give away. And so to give your attention to me for this time that we had today, hopefully I've given back to you with the content. And furthermore, now we're paying it forward, right? You're surprising and delighting in your special way. Again, it doesn't even need to cost any money to your tribe as well. So hey, thank you so much. Looking forward to seeing everything that you have to say there. Again, smartpassiveincome.com slash session 310. Surprise and delight three people. I'm gonna pick five people at random and offer them a year's uh, subscription to Bonjoro on my pocket because I wanna see you take this action. Guys, I appreciate you so much. Make sure you subscribe to the show if you haven't already. Just hit that subscribe button and that way you can get future episodes coming your way and we're gonna do a lot more community activities like this. So uh, again, in the middle, you pause to show me what you're a fan of, but hey, more importantly, you're gonna take action on this and surprise and delight and hopefully you'll start to get into a habit like I have and perhaps even pick up Bonjoro to help you do this even more with your audience too. So hey, I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much and I'll see you in the next episode. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Smart Passive Income Podcast at www.smartpassiveincome.com. So podcasting is obviously a big deal here at SPI. And today, I'm so excited to tell you about our newest podcast. Yes, a brand new podcast called Flops. Flops is all about exploring, celebrating, and normalizing failure in the entrepreneurial journey. Every entrepreneur experiences failure at some point, so I love that we're just facing it head on here. And the show is hosted by two members of the team, Karen and Ray, and in it, they talk to entrepreneurs who have had stumbles, setbacks, and flat-out failures. These guests are honest and generous with their stories, and I think they offer hope and encouragement for all other entrepreneurs out there because we all experience it, right? We all experience failure. For example, in the first episode, Ray talks to John who got caught up in a Ponzi scheme. It's a story with twists and turns that will keep you hooked. It's a great story. I highly recommend you check it out. But one thing I love about Flops is that it doesn't dwell on the failure and it always finds a bright side. I really love it and I think you will too. So the first season of Flops has already started with new episodes dropping on Wednesdays. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also listen at smartpassiveincome.com slash flops. Again, that's smartpassiveincome.com slash flops. I hope you enjoy it.